Welcome back. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. I'm eating a popsicle. Also known by the police as Popsicle Boy. No. I was was like remixing that joke. They call me Tater Salad. You should watch that special. I forget the name of the comic, but he was pulled over and they're like, you got any aliases? And as a joke, he said, they call me Tater Salad. It might be Jeff Foxworthy or someone from that tour. What? It's not just, it's not Larry the the Cable guy. guy, right? No, no, that's not the puppet guy. Jeff Foxworthy is not oh, the puppet it's guy. It's not Jeff Foxworthy. He's he's older and he got I'll look it up. Oh, Ron Black or yeah, Ron I, White. I'm almost positive. Ron White. Mm-hmm. I literally knew their last name was either Black or White. <laughs> See, I just did that before we started mm-hmm. recording. Mm-hmm. And you were like, eat a little bit too quickly. <laughs> It didn't freeze my teeth. I just knew bad stuff was coming because it was so much, and I'm like, this is a brain freeze waiting to happen. Gotcha. So I had to do a controlled melt in my mouth. <laughs> uh, that's the name of your stand-up special. I had to do a controlled melt in my mouth. And not everything can be the name of a stand-up special. That one is. Nuh-uh. Just I- be happy that <sighs> I didn't say that's what she said. And you said, I knew something bad was coming because it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is... <laughs> I know. And this is I Love You 3000 Minutes, the podcast that time traveled and games down. Back to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider Man Far From Home, one marvelous minute at a time. I'm riffing less in the middle so that I don't mess up that end. I thought you had to say you have an army. <laughs> so I paused. I was like, how do I get there? <laughs> By doing the episode, that's how. <laughs> because this is minute 64 of Iron Man 1 and Richard. Take your sip. What happened in this minute? <laughs> he makes that turn, gets closer to the Santa Monica Pier, gets closer to the Ferris wheel. There's some sick cameras on this thing, because while moving super fast, it's able to pick up this kid that's kind of staring off into space, and then he happens to make eye contact with the kid. Yeah, we had all those moments in the beginning where we're zooming in for him, mm-hmm. you know, and now it actually played it. Worked really well, so that's not something you usually think of with uh, Iron Man. <sighs> That's not something you usually think of with Iron Man. Uh, you know, Zoom supervision. Vision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super telescopic vision. Um, and yeah, the kid, where are all the mirrors or pieces of glass to zoom that in? <laughs> like that. That was like every '80s cop show or movie where they say enhance the image, or my favorite version of it with Super Troopers, enhance, <laughs> enhance, quick, quick. Enhance, enhance, <laughs> just looking at his captain in the eye. Tony would have had to innovate some really crazy good optics that could fit in a very, very, very tight space. Because even if it's digital, there's yeah, still can't there's still lenses <laughs> that need to be. Yeah, um, digital zoom. His face would have looked like a Picasso painting. <laughs> Yeah. Just extra pixelation. His facial expression would have changed like. A very minimalistic cartoon, just from this to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a way. Maybe there's just a really, really, really good uh, not fish island. Maybe I'm thinking of fish islands, and it's taking in everything, and then the digital sensor is taking in the image at a really, really, really high sample as computers processing, it, and then it would blow that up. But would that know? still allow it to zoom in? Because, I mean, I'm even thinking of, like, a telescope that's really fish-eyed to take in that much data. Like, that thing's massive. Uh, I don't know. 
I'd have yeah. to look into the into it all a little bit more. Mysteries from the beyond. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> so the kid seems to make eye contact with him. Can't believe what he's seeing. I mean, he's for the kid. He's just seeing this thing, this man-looking suit flying through Dude, the air. That kid's vision's better than Iron Man's suit. Yeah, because he gets so shocked mm-hmm. knowing that Iron Man's looking at him mm-hmm. that he drops his, he pushes the ice cream off his cone. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it falls off his cone. Kind of a comedic moment. Uh, Iron Man keeps going. He decides to go up, go straight up. Uh, he, <gasps> wait, wait. This is just a theory. No, it can't be. All right, I was gonna say maybe he saw ice cream and thought icing. Ice, the icy issue, you know, to go up, but then that doesn't make any sense because he wasn't anticipating the icing issue. Right. Which is the whole point of why that sequence worked. Right. For the story. So never mind. So I thought I broke like some, oh, that's some next level <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look, it's so. not too crazy. I realized it right away that I was wrong before I even said it, but ice cream and icing issue. You know, it's not the worst connection I've ever made in my life. So, um, I forget the question that he asked Jarvis what record there was for a winged aircraft uh, for altitude. That's important because another thing that I know because of new rock stars is that the record for the SR-71 Blackbird is the plane that held the altitude record, but also it was the plane that inspired the X-Men's Quinjet. And okay. Kevin Feige worked on the X-Men films <clears throat> as like a creative input or, you know, knowledge base. So we get 85,000 feet into the air. Okay. He decides uh, he's going to go and Jarvis warns him, Sir, your suit is going to freeze up. There's going to be an issue. And he's like, records are made to be broken. That's exactly how he sounded. It's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded like a, a professional wrestler on their day one wrestling match. <laughs> mm. So that, um, I don't know, that might indicate some of Stark's huge, huge vision, some of his huge dreams and huge ideas. Also, <clears throat> the record is the 85,000 feet, like you said. I don't know if the thing that we broke down that said 299 meters up, mm-hmm. like range, was for that. But I did the math, and 299 meters is 980 feet. So he never would have gotten to that point. I don't know if that actually... Wait, wait, say that again? In a previous minute, there was the thing that said range, sure. you know, like a hundred... Right. We have many hundred thousand meters, like, <clears throat> horizontally. Yeah, we have... It said 299 meters vertically. Mm-hmm. That may have been saying that past 299 meters it's not safe because of an icing issue. Sure. But that's only 980 feet. So I don't know if that actually meant this for the suit. I don't think it meant that for the suit. But if it did, then that's some clever initiation. Although go saying that he's limited by 980 feet when he's trying to get to 85,000 feet, that doesn't make so much sense. Yeah. And also he seems to get pretty high yeah, pretty high <laughs> uh, before he actually falls. So I doubt that that's only less than a thousand feet. <laughs> so um, on the test flight, he decided he was going to try to break records. Tesla? Which, on the test flight. Oh, my bad. He decided that he was going to try to break records. And uh, yeah, no, it uh, doesn't work out. Uh, he freezes up. Uh, he asked for Jarvis to deploy some wings or not some wings, some fins or something. And Jarvis is not responding, possibly because part of the suit is frozen. Uh, so, um, okay, so I know he gets to at least 
39,000 feet, maybe? Sure. Because I think he's here. Mm-hmm. And this is around 22 seconds. It shows where the SR-71's record is on the left, mm-hmm. in red. And that is in the aerospace area. And then there's a military area, a commercial area, and a public area. And this is 39,000 feet. So confirmed, my 299 meters had nothing to do with his range up. He's already at 39,000 feet at 22 seconds. Mm-hmm. So he's flying up there. Um, Whoa. In two seconds, he goes from 39,000 feet to 59,000 feet. That doesn't make sense. But look. I, I think that's a continuity issue. No, it's, it doesn't cut away, though. Yeah. I, Where I was I? Like yeah. Tw- All right. 22 seconds. He's at 39,000. Then he keeps going. It says 49,000. And then at 24 seconds, he's in commercial airspace at 59,000 feet. Yeah. So he, he's going two thousand feet a uh, every two seconds. No, so twenty thousand, ten thousand feet a second. That would mean he went four miles in that time that between the twenty nine and fifty nine. You know. So no, I think it's the continuity issue of the people that made those graphics. Unless it's kind of like going to Santa Monica Pier, just cut forward. But but I mean that's all in one shot. There's not an edit. You know. So I understand. But so three thousand meters per second. Let me see. How far is ten thousand feet? How many miles? It's approximately four. It's like three point eight or something. Okay, so so he's going two miles a second. So let's see. I'm gonna put the twenty thousand so we can get that three point seven eight times thirty times sixty. He's going 6,800 miles an hour. That's why I'm saying that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I'm saying this is a continuity issue. <laughs> Fast is Mach 1. Seven. Oh my god. He's, it's, it's Mach not. 1 is 767 miles per hour. Oh, what was the thing? 608, six, 6804. That's why I'm saying it doesn't make divided sense. Divided by 7. Eight, seven. He would have to be going over 8 Mach yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay. So. Well, what was the record? The airspeed record? It's 85. Oh, oh, into the air, yeah. Wait, but also that doesn't make sense because look at his. Look at this. The SR-71 is up here, unless this is just arbitrary because they're kind of, No, they're different. The aerospace and military and commercial and public are at different spaces. So if he's 59,000 here, but the record is 85,000, then this 59K doesn't mean feet because that's a giant gap it went from like here to here in twenty thousand k so that doesn't mean feet and it kept blinking but i'm gonna try to see what the srf what's that supposed to be dude i think it is just a continuity error on that hut on the left man like all right let me just check one more thing sure maybe it's inches i'm not gonna say meters because i know that's still wrong yeah it looked like whatever was next to the sr 71 thing on the left looks like it's 65k or something like that so no idea he's still going to Mach 0.27 yeah it's not fixed at 85 so oh well okay well i hope you enjoyed all that math for nothing (laughs) (laughs) but if anyone knows what that the system on the left was actually saying what Mm -hmm. measurement actually we could look up what's the level allowed for commercial flight no 
I mean, go ahead if you want. I'm just going to look up only altitude for commercial flight in California. Between 31,000 and 38,000 feet. So whatever that 49K, 59K was talking about has nothing to do with that. So 85,000 feet still makes sense because, well, it doesn't really. Not on that graph. Because 38,000 would be at the top of that right before military. And the SR-71 has twice that. It might have been rushed towards the end. It might have been rushed towards the end of production or something. Who knows? It it just didn't make sense, as you were saying. Not for feet, anyways. So, whatever. I said almost 3,000, but I meant to say almost three times as much as the legal limit for commercial flight in California. So, I have no idea. But we get the warning ice... Things start going red. In a very Icarus-like fashion, he <laughs> he tries to fly too close to the moon. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you said it that way. Because <laughs> I would have said that if you had said sun. <laughs> I would said, or the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and so his suit freezes over. He starts to fall, and he can't deploy his safety fins, I think they were. I think that's yeah, what he asked Jarvis to deploy. deploy the flaps. Deploy flaps, right? And uh, Jarvis's computer might be frozen over inside the suit. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, dead. Now we now he only gets his regular vision, which, damn, that sucks, his regular yeah. vision. It's just two metal <laughs> slats as you're rotating and plummeting towards the earth. And really, it would be like, he's going to hit the earth eventually. It's going to take, like, actually, like, a minute or two or three. Yeah, he's, he's going to be like, a roadie in Captain America Civil War. Ooh, too soon. That's my favorite MC. It's going to be a similar thing uh, in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when they're falling to hell. It's just a really... I haven't seen either Bill and Ted movie. Do you want to see them? We should see them before the new one comes out. Sounds good. We can totally do that. I feel like this would be a Bill and Ted thing to do. So... I guess... I guess I shouldn't spoil it. It's it's close. What you're doing is close. Uh... That's How would you describe this for audio listeners so they don't have to watch this whole he, video? He's doing enough. Brian's doing like a hang loose symbol, except it is his middle three fingers are not in all the way, so it's just, I'm just it's, it's cool. My stretch. Yeah. I don't want to stretch my hand too much. Yeah. Too much work. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and it's vertical instead of horizontal. Yeah. Uh so anyways, he, he whatever. I don't want to spoil do. anything for you. So, okay. so. Anyways, uh, about to die. <laughs> it says deploy flaps. He says one last thing. I think it. it I don't want to show the subtitle because it's in the next minute. But Are you sure? He, it cuts out at. Come on. Okay. So just listen to it for us. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, in this minute, Tony's falling to his certain death, and uh, the movie should end here. Honestly. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh yeah, he said that, and oh, I had a clever thing that I was going to say to in real because he said that in real life and I wanted to save it for the video but then I spent so much time doing stupid and pointless math <laughs> uh, so. oh no yep have no idea no idea what I was going to say I will say that this is a nice moment because of the foreshadowing obviously but also because what are you going to do in the movie if nothing goes wrong you just kind of woo that was fun. Okay, I'm just gonna. Do I want to go back home at this point? I mean, do I? There's a lot more fun I could have, and then you just have an hour of him joy flying. Yeah, I yeah. want that. I want that game. Just flying around. There's a, there are Iron Man games. Look, this is long term plans, and I haven't even mentioned to anyone else. But if this gets going to a good degree, I'm buying a PS5 for the podcasts. 
setting up a Twitch, and we're just going to expand it to Twitch. I mean, there's the Spider-Man games for PS5 and PS4. There's an upcoming Avengers game, I believe. But there's also some older ones that are apparently really bad. Mm. <laughs> what, old Spider-Man games? Old Iron Man. Old Iron... Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's Bond games. There's X-Men games. You know, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That game was good. Much better than the movie. And Avengers games. So why not? But that's far in the future. We'll see. <laughs> Anything more for this minute? Nope. Cool beans. That was minute 75. Sure it wasn't 74? Nope, it was 64. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was just, I was literally <laughs> messing. I, I should have gone more extreme and said like 235. So your disappointment would be immediate. You'd know I was full of shit. Mm. My name's Richard. My name's Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast. <laughs>